I'm in the lake-like puddle. Maybe we wanted to see how deep it was. Maybe we were just fascinated by how big it was. Either way, with 15 minutes remaining for lunch, a small crowd of fourth-grade boys was standing on the edge of the puddle. Within seconds, we were daring each other to step toward the middle. That's all it took. A group of us alone, no supervision, a clear obstacle. The game was on. As always, John Schramante was one of the first. After his gold medal in the Leap Down His Stairs competition, he had nothing to prove. Yet as we all knew from Muhammad Ali, you can't quiet a champion. Seconds after someone took off his shoes and tube socks and ran along the edge of the puddle, John Schramante stormed straight through the center, the conquering hero high-stepping his way to victory. His legs were soaked and his sneakers were sponges. Naturally, we cheered our heads off. It was a great moment, a hysterical moment, but it wasn't destined to last. Refusing to be outdone and demanding to be the craziest kid in the world, Lee Rosenberg stepped forward and walked calmly into the center of the murky maw. Our mouths dropped open. He wasn't usually a player. Just seeing him out there, it wasn't like he was breaking the rules. There were no rules. The field was everywhere. Everyone was a possible player. But usually, we stuck to our scripted roles. When the game started, I knew my place. I was an instigator. And Lee... He was usually a spectator. But now, with a few minutes left for lunch, Lee Rosenberg was a player. A major player. I can still see him strolling out into the middle of the puddle. The water came up to the calves of his dark jeans. His feet were lost. Watching our expressions and knowing he had us, he raised his arms in a giant V for victory. Then, to make sure John Schramante got the message, he put the cherry on top. Lee sat down smack in the center of the puddle, fully dressed and patting the water like a kid in a kiddie pool. With his legs straight in front of him, Lee just sat there. All we could see were the tips of his sneakers and the vanity tag of his Lee jeans. Within seconds, we went nuts, screaming, shouting, and no doubt trying to egg the next player on. Lee had taken the title. You couldn't go back to class that soaked. So who would dare top this? Ronnie, the new kid. Whenever a new kid moved to school... He always seemed to be the shy, quiet type. Indeed, when I moved from Brooklyn to Florida three years later, I stayed quiet for the first month, sitting in the corner, taking the lay of the land. Ronnie, however, was a kid who was clearly popular in whatever school he came from. And when he moved to our school, he wasn't going to take it sitting down, much less sitting down in a puddle. We all knew that Ronnie was anxious to prove himself. He made a few moves that said he might be in it for the next round. But when the five-minute bell sounded through the schoolyard, we all knew time was running out. Thanks to Lee, the crowd had grown. A four-foot mob now surrounded the puddle. So for the new kid, it was now or never. The title was his to take. But it had to be something no one could top. Indeed, this was how the game was always played. As the time ticked down, the one-upsmanship got exponential. The dares got wilder. It was like throwing the Hail Mary of insanity— If you wanted to be the craziest kid in the world, you had to take a chance. And so, as we all looked on, Ronnie ran over to the metal grate that covered the main drain in the concrete and slid his fingers through the metal bars. With a quick tug, he pulled the grate off. We were chocolate pudding in his hands. And in one triumphant splash, Ronnie stuck his entire head into the filthy muck of the backed-up sewer. The crowd, as expected, went wild. But when he pulled his head out, after shaking off the water like a wet dog and rubbing the dirt from his face, Ronnie realized that the crowd had suddenly gone silent. The cheers had stopped. 
Our eyes were wide with terror. What? Ronnie had asked, even though he was starting to feel the answer. It was getting harder for him to see. As he wiped off his face, his eyes were almost completely swollen shut. They looked like two puffed-up red grapes. Whatever was in that sewer? Something was clearly wrong. At that moment, the late bell sounded. The entire mob took off, rats on our sinking ship. Later, they'd all be able to say they didn't want to be late for class. What do I do, Ronnie shouted to the three of us who remained. His hands were shaking. He was on the verge of tears. Go home, we decided. You got to get your mom. The solution to every fourth grade problem. He turned around and ran, hysterical and as fast as he could, out the back gate of the schoolyard. Even at ten years old, there's a fine line between crazy and stupid. And as the rest of us ran back to class, we knew we crossed it. As long as Ronnie kept his head in that sewer, he was a hero. When he pulled it out, craziest kid in the world was over.